Hello and welcome to Battle Tagged, Episode 9. My name's Clorothor, I'm joined by Neuro and Cinder, and today we're going to talk about a bit of lore. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. What's going down? Lore stuff. There is a lot of lore stuff, I'll tell you mm. what. Like, you know, you don't know. You have no clue what you guys are in for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even read the quests that I do in the game, so. Exactly. Ever? And... You never read them ever? No. <gasps> I have never read a quest in the game. <laughs> I've, I've literally just closed it and just, hey, look, there's a thing on my map. I'll better go and, you know, do it. Oh. Or the only part of the quest that I actually read is the section that says how many rats I need to kill <laughs> or how many eggs I need to collect, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or how many ears that. you need to collect and then you got to wonder why everything that you kill doesn't actually have ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the hooves or whatever. It's kind of scary sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You're killing the zebras and, hey, I'm supposed to be collecting a hoof. They should have four hooves each one, but, <laughs> yeah, nah, none. This one had one skills. and an old gun. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, like, <laughs> why does this bear have a crossbow? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> Yogi Bear getting serious. Bear with a crossbow. <laughs> that would be scary. It, it would be scary. All right. Well, that's our topic for later on, but as always, I think we should start with our week in Battle.net, uh, Neuro. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, God. Alt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All the alt things. So many alts. So little time. Um, and Hearthstone. Um, yeah, no, I've been leveling and working on my mage. It got past the point where I had no gold on my server and I actually got gold. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then I could upgrade stuff to make me more gold. So it was win-win this week for for alts, I guess. Um, other than that, regular raiding, pretty boring. Yeah, nothing much going on really. What's your progression at at the moment? Um, we got Fell Lord to ten percent, ten percent. So yeah, it's kind of died. So it's like six or seven mythic now. I lose track. I don't. <laughs> get, uh, which, which guild I'm am I in? What boss am I doing? Whatever. What tune am I even getting on? Which lockout am I safe to? <laughs> it's yeah. so bad. But yeah, too much rating. Uh, what about you guys, Cinder? Um, pretty much the same as last week. Actually, I'm just working on the legendary for my paladin and for my mage. Um, I don't know what it is. I must have, you know, um, the Blizz gods must have been listening to me when I was bitching about how I never get any gold missions in any of my shipyards or my garrisons because I've been getting gold out the wazoo, which is awesome. Except that I keep getting that stupid Blingtron secret vault quest on low-level characters who Mm -hmm. just don't, like, not only do they not have any treasure hunters, but they don't even have maxed out um, followers. It's (laughs) immensely frustrating. I still try. Most of the time I fail. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing that on them, and I am in the, I'm in the very last stages of getting the Shadowmourne Legendary on my Paladin. Nice. Um, so I've got those 50 shards to collect, which I think is going to take me about six months with the drop rate that I'm getting at the moment. Um, I got a whole of four in my run last <laughs> night. I'm like, wow, this is going to suck. <laughs> Yeah, I've come up to the um, blood infusion on mine, and I just can't can't be bothered 
getting a bunch of people together to do it. You only need two people. I can come along on my warlock with you if you like. You just need you need two people. One of the people has to be able to res. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, Neuro. No, that's a lie. Three people. Druid. It's a that's lie. So you, you need three. That's if you, you want to do three. both of the achievements in one I oh, know it's attempt, isn't it? No, like no, with the, with the blood time. one, you've got to be able to bite three people. But uh, if you bring along two other people with you, you yeah. can bite one person, let them die, and then the person with the battle res can res them, bite that person mm-hmm. again, and then bite the other person, and then you've got your three bites and you finish off the boss yourself. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it, it, like it, it works. It's actually incredibly fiddly because it's really hard to die now. <laughs> yep. um, and so we, uh, when I was doing it, had a couple of attempts where I'm just like, you have to die, 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 die. And, um, yeah, it wasn't happening. <laughs> so. I'm standing in all the fire. Yeah. What do you want me to yeah. do? Yeah, that's exactly. And then uh, stupidly, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to heal myself up, but I had Thor targeted because obviously he was the one who helped me. And I kept healing him up when he was supposed to be dying. I'm like, I am such a failure at this. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, so, my God. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, so just doing that and also um, leveling my Alliance Shaman, which I totally think I'm going to go all the way to 100 on her because I love her. (laughs) She's like a sassy dwarf. She's cool. (laughs) Really goofy. How about you, Claw? What are you doing? I got the legendary bow. Yeah! Oh, thank God. I got her on my hunter this time in order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes such a difference. <laughs> oh, being able to actually equip it to get the achievement does make a bit of a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once BC time walking comes around, I'll just be OP as hell. Nice. Yeah, pew, it's going to be so good. Uh, I've been playing a bit of Heroes of the Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm up to level seven with my, like, tune, like, account, so that, let me unlock at the time Sylvanas, and oh, she's really okay. fun to play. Yeah, that, hmm. until I got to there, there weren't many um, ranged classes to play with, so it was a bit yeah. Because I like playing ranged, I don't like melee in Heroes of the Storm. Have they have they changed it? Like I thought that you could just play whoever you wanted whenever you wanted. No, there's a it's a character rotation. Oh yeah, no, I know that the rotation's there, but. Are you saying that when you were at level seven, that happened to be the week that Sylvanas um, came around, or? So you get your base characters from the very beginning, okay. and then at like level five and level seven, and then maybe level ten. I could be wrong about that. You can you get access to an extra one. Oh. At those breakpoints, so. <gasps> oh, okay. I understand. In, so the number of yeah, characters. Yeah, the number okay, of right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's that's a good tip. Yeah. I'll just keep persevering then. <laughs> yeah. And I've been trying to struggle through pugs as well lately on my monk, and oh. I just want to neck myself. Don't do that. Pugging as a tank is, like, the worst. People are spastic. Just, <laughs> it's the only word for it. Killrog, people couldn't jump into a circle if their life depended on it. Yeah. Then you got your leaders who leave once they get their piece of gear and just dis- oh. disband the entire raid. That's not cool. No, it's I not. think it, it's it, it's like indicative of end of expansion though, isn't it? Like, mm. unfortunately, there's some pretty You should just make your own group, to be honest, as a tank. Yeah. I'll come heal on my pally. My heals will be much better now that I, you know, have enchanted everything. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was enchanted. I couldn't figure out why I sucked so bad. Yeah, it makes a big difference. It does. Surprisingly, it really did. But, yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. So, yeah. What, oh, that's good. what about news? What What's news? Let's see. What have we got? Um, Legion Alpha. Oh, yeah. It's back up. Yeah. There's shamans in the build. 
Yeah, the armor looks great for shamans and for druids. Oh, the druid one looks amazing. It looks awesome. I'm excited. I am very jealous. The shaman one looks okay. Like, it I th- just... I think the shaman one will look a bit better with the animation that I'm assuming is there with it. Yeah, I think that's what's missing. It's just mm. the pixels, the extra dust of pixels. <laughs> <laughs> Post-processing yeah. stuff. It makes yeah. it look sparkly. Yeah. Uh, and with the new build of the alpha, a bunch of uh, invites went out. And here's something interesting that <laughs> some people have been suggesting about it. Yes, Val got in. <sighs> but the reason why she got in might be interesting to you. Mm. That a lot of people are of the understanding, and there's a lot of evidence suggesting that people who have killed Mythic Archimond are the ones who got invited. Oh, that's yeah. really not fair. No, it doesn't seem Sorry. like it is. But think of it from Blizzard's point of view. Mm. When you're doing an alpha or anything like that, you want people to play the game who understand the game, who know the game. And people who have killed Mythic Archimond, for the most part, do. Well, to a degree, but then there's people who have bought their Mythic Archimond kills. I know, that's And right. there's yeah. people that have been carried through Mythic Archimond kills, yeah. to a degree. Mm-hmm. But those are the people who have made 1.5 million gold, so... Yeah, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't even imagine that. I don't, I don't know. I don't disagree with it, but I don't agree with it. I think it depends on what they're trying to get out of the alpha, what they're trying to test, and, you know, they yeah. may have their reasons for it, and they can do whatever the hell they like. They, yeah. It, yeah. It's not a released game, and they're just trying to make it the best they possibly can, so... I completely agree with that. I think I have a couple of issues, though. Where, I mean, look, they're not... Mythic Archimond people are not the only people who are in it, so... You know, it it will balance out. But for me, I have a slight problem with only the very best testing stuff because I think sometimes you need not quite the very best to oh, test some yeah. stuff as well to get the full range of, of playability and whatnot. Um, like there's value in casuals being in it because they only play the game for a short period of time at once. Yeah. Um, and it's good to know what they can get through in that short period of time versus what people like me who spend 24 hours in WoW can, you know, can get done in it. So I, I get it. I'm just sad because it's not me. <laughs> yeah. It's just been laziness. They could have just said, oh, we need 7,000 people to add in. Oh, hey, look, no, around 7,000 people have killed Mythic Archimond. Yeah. There's our metric done. Don't need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. pick Cinder, pick Cinder. Yes, if there's any WoW devs listening, Pick Cinder and Claw and Neuro. Yeah. We'll, we'll test it real good for you. <laughs> but there is some, there's a lot of interesting stuff that's come out with this build, and there was a post up on um, the WoW forums today from Celestalon about um, a new tanking approach and healing tanks. Um, did you guys mm. see that? I haven't read it yet because I want to actually be able to sit down and read through yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't go into detail about it, but it is, it's interesting. Um, mm. I think I'll probably end up writing about it because I've got to, I'm like, oh, that's really good. And I'm like, oh, but that could be really bad in this instance. So it's, there's a lot of um, really interesting reads out there. There's also some new stuff coming out about um, combat logging and whatnot as well, which yeah. will be great for our Mr. Robot friends and, and, um, wow. Well, they're doing an update to the combat log? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, it's going to take into account, awesome. like, stats, talents, mm. traits, equipment, and auras and stuff. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's so very cool. in detail. So not just Mr. Robot with their gear, but the logging as well. Mm. So it'll take into account a lot. That's actually really awesome. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's worth it's worth checking out the post. It, I mean, I haven't read that one in detail because my brain starts going to mush when I look at data or data related stuff. Um, <laughs> my brain goes, I can't compute this because I'm not a robot after all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there's some there's some good stuff up there. Yeah. Um, other than the Legion Alpha, we've got Heroes of the Storm, the new character, uh, Grey Mane. Yep. Woo-hoo! I haven't had a play mm. with him yet, though. No, Mm-mm. I haven't, haven't looked into Heroes no. Apparently, from what I've read, he's very squishy, but a one, what, what was it? Like a one warg train of destruction or something like that, Ooh. someone said on Twitter. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah. it's kind of like Illidan, I guess. Kind of like got to run away and then when have all your cooldowns up, go and kill somebody. Yeah, probably something like that, hey? Yeah. Well, it can work. I like characters yeah. like that, but I get scared that I'm not contributing enough to a fight. Like if I have to run away for a while and just look at some pretty Chill. flowers. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like other people may not understand that that's the gameplay of that particular character and go, what are you doing? You're not doing anything. It's like, I, I can't do anything yet. I need a nap. Well, if you're playing with a bunch <laughs> of randoms, you'll get that no matter what class you Yeah, that's you play. true. <laughs> yeah. But if you play with people who are friends and have an idea about what you're supposed mm. to do, if you don't do that, then we'll get cranky at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks interesting. I'll have to, have to check him out. But yeah. Um... Not much else in the way of news, I don't think. Diablo's out. something with Diablo? Yes. Oh, yeah. The Wasn't new it? season starts on yeah. Saturday for us. Mm-hmm. The new patch has already been released. Mm-hmm. But I won't try it until I can level a new seasonal character. What are you going to play? I'll wait until you've leveled a new seasonal <laughs> <laughs> Um, I haven't decided yet. Uh, last two seasons I've done Monk and... Uh, oh, God, what are they called? Sorcerers? Witch Doctor? Wizard? Wizard, that's the one. <laughs> um, witch Doctors, I'm not a big fan of, mm. to be honest. So I'm not, not too sure what I want to do. Maybe Demon Hunter. I haven't actually dedicated myself to a Demon Hunter. Okay. Might give that a go. What, what about you guys? What are you thinking? Barb. I haven't played Barb yet. They're fun. Yeah, I just want to kill stuff. <laughs> Cinder? I think I'll probably play Wizard again. <laughs> I really like I don't I need to look into it I'm not going to ask the stupid question that's being well I'm being recorded so I'll ask the question outside of being recorded um but I really I really enjoyed playing the wizard in this season just gone it was my first run through for all of um like through the whole game itself my first experience oh, nice. with it um and it was really really cool um I am curious about the replayability of that like of leveling through that how I'd feel doing it um mm-hmm. so maybe I should try a different a different character, but I don't know which one. I'll have to have a look at it. Well, you're not limited, though, so... No, no, not at all. Especially, well, you've done it once, so you know what the story's like and everything like that. Mm. So, like, once you've got one toon geared and, well, once we've got toons geared, we can just level you up in half an hour. Oh, yeah, and I've I've done that a bit with with you guys and, and other people. I'm I'm very slow. It's the same in WoW. I get really distracted and like, oh what's over here? Oh this is shiny. shiny. <laughs> <laughs> and I have this really annoying thing where I need to reveal all of the bits in the map. Yeah, um, I'm often like that it's, and yeah. so is my friend. Yeah. Yep. So I, I feel bad when people are like, come along with us, we'll we'll level you through and I'm like, uh yeah, you're gonna regret that real bad. 
But anyway, it should be fun. Everyone have fun in Diablo. Have fun. Um, okay. In sort of Hearthstone-ish sort of news, there's been a bit of drama on the Reddit, Hearthstone subreddit lately. Dun, dun, really? Dun. Yeah. A, a streamer by the name of Masan for the past few months, well, even for the better part of the last year, has been accused of viewbotting on Twitch. So oh. paying to have fake viewers in his channel. So it inflates his numbers, brings him to the top of the list, so more real people come in. Uh, and as of the last few months, his um, streaming habits have really gone a bit strange. He no longer shows his face on stream. He's got some sort of voice modulation going on at the moment. It's it's very sus at the moment. So there's a lot of belief as well that it's not really him anymore. Oh. Wow, that's kind of creepy and weird. Yeah, it's it's very strange, I'll tell you what. Um, and the whole deal with the subreddit is they were initially banning the discussion of it mm. because it was about a streamer and not about Hearthstone. Mm. A couple of mm. days then, they just they backflipped on that and said, "Okay, we will allow it because he's a Hearthstone streamer." And from the looks of things now, they've again flipped and decided to stop all that sort of conversation. So um. it, it's very interesting because the subreddit was created by Blizzard and is often visited by Blizzard employees. Mm. And just all this drama is just... I guess it depends on what's being said as well, because if the the comments and stuff get too toxic, then that might be the case for it to be, you know, shut off or whatever the case may be. There's a a few number of big names involved in this. Like, obviously, Masan is the center of it. Uh, The person who's been throwing a lot of accusations and air quotes, evidence is Wreckful, the former WoW mm. player. Mm. Yeah. But I'm not a fan of Wreckful. I find he's a bit of a drama queen. Tries to just make things... Stir the just, shit. Yeah, he's a shit stirrer. That's yeah. the base of it. And Raynad has come in, another big guy, and said that it's not really anyone's place to talk about this. It's between Twitch and Masan if he's mm. doing something wrong. So it's just... It's being thrown around everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it just adds a bit of interesting drama, I suppose, if you're into <laughs> that. I mean, who, who doesn't like a good soap opera every now and then? I know, right? It also <laughs> looks like they did a band wave in Hearthstone today. Yeah, they did. Um, as I don't know if I mentioned it on stream, but Secret Paladin, one of yeah. the latest meta decks, is the first deck to have a, an over 50% win rate with a bot. Yep, so they Which, eventually climbed the ladder. Yeah, it's oh. it's a positive... It's a, Net positive outcome, okay, which is absolutely disgusting. As like not just because there's botters, but a deck that easy to play within ranks uh, ten to one. It's like I don't know. You play five paladins for every one other class. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's wow, and it's such a mindless deck. You can predict exactly what they're going to do each turn because it it doesn't take any thought. It just happens. Yeah, and they just do it exactly the same yeah. over and over again. And it, it's essentially one card that's caused that. The, the draw challenger, one. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah, so that's Hearthstone news. Do you think that they're going to address that particular card? I know it takes they a long time. They don't to... like nerfing cards. They, I know. In their own words, they would rather people figure out the counter to it. But, I don't know, like they had to do with the Patron Warrior and, uh, not Frothing Berserker, uh, Warsong Commander, nerfing that, 
they may have to do something similar. I, yeah. I say instead of drawing all your secrets, draw two random secrets. Because you're still yeah. getting a six um, mana, six, six, plus whatever secrets you draw at the moment, which can be four to five mana worth of value. Yeah, the, the mana return for that is just mm. stupid. The tempo switch is just... <laughs> yeah, it's insane. And there's only one or two cards that can counter the secrets. So it just they either need to bring in more counters or just nerf that card or Divine Favor. Divine Favor is, I think, three mana and you draw cards to equal your opponent. So you can empty your entire hand, use this card... And then you've got your entire hand back if your opponent has a full hand. So yeah, mm-hmm. when you understand a bit more about Tarson, you understand that having the card advantage is huge, and that gets rid of that advantage. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's my rant about Hearthstone. <laughs> no, I, I understand the words that you say. <laughs> words before the words yes. have been said and they'll be said again no, I was just thinking I'm like it's like I studied Japanese for seven years and so when I hear spe- people speaking Japanese I'm like oh I know that word I know that word I know that word and I'm like but I have no idea what they're saying I know what these words are <laughs> but I don't know what they mean yep. alright well shall we move on to our topic of the day only if you say exactly what's under that heading all right, people, it's time for Law with Claw or Laura Thor. Laura Thor. Laura Thor. Yay. Okay. It's so oh, good. Yeah. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we've spoken to a couple of people, you you guys and Z, and we've gotten some ideas of things that you all want to hear about. Uh, we've got Jaina Proudmore. Yeah. Why is she so craggy? Well, she witnessed a lot of people die in front of her. Yeah. But- by the hands of Garrosh, so I can't understand the crankiness. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, we're also going to be talking about Worgen, where they come from, what their whole purpose is. And uh, Z asked me a couple weeks ago to talk about dragon aspects and who they are, where they come from, and how they got their positions. So, yeah, we'll start with Jaina. Um, so, okay, why is she cranky? And, <laughs> all right, people may not be aware, but between Cataclysm and Mr. Pandaria, uh, Garrosh was getting pretty, bit big for his boots, getting a bit psychotic, and decided to attack Theramor. And doing this, he initially sent out just an invasion, a normal army, and basically use that to bait the alliance into bringing all their generals actually should we we should, we should probably mention this is going to be a huge spoiler warning for anyone <laughs> who's interested in these books and stories wow. and yeah <laughs> yes I'm just, i just uh, i just want to know who jana proudmore is because i don't know who she is what is she in the reference to the world of warcraft okay cue rewinding sound here i know that's, that's not rewinding but you know. yeah. No. <laughs> yeah yeah there you go uh, yeah. So, okay. Jaina, at the moment, is the leader of the Kirin Tor, but she hasn't always been, obviously. Mm-hmm. Her father, Lord Admiral Dalen Proudmore, he was the ruler of Kul Tiris, basically a small island off the coast of Lordaeron. Um, at the moment, we haven't seen it. It's 
supposed supposedly coming in the quote unquote Lost Isles or Southern Isles hmm, okay. expansion that people have talked about for years. Um, he was a longtime friend and ally of Lodoron. And so his daughter, Jaina, grew up with the stories of Aegwyn. She was the one of the last guardians, not, not the last guardian, but a guardian of Tyrus Fall. So one of the mass, most powerful magi ever on the face of Azeroth. Aegwyn was actually the mother of Medivh, who oh. is the ah, one who opened the Dark okay. Portal. Uh, she got sort of infected. Oh, or, yeah. I know this one. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Sargeras basically yeah. filled her womb with his spirit. And that's you. what gave birth to Medivh. Yeah, that's gross, man. That's kind of gross. <laughs> one thing that's interesting, though. That, see, I told you we were going to get sidetracked, but Aegwyn <laughs> uh, stood her own against the avatar of Sargeras. In fact, I believe she was the one who locked his avatar or spirit or whatever it was in the tomb of Sargeras. Oh. Where wow, that's Gulden crazy is strong. powering the portal to the, for the Legion. So yeah. Well, so where she did she go? Strong. I like her. Oh, uh, she she disappears and comes back and disappears, and oh. that's a whole other story, really. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> um, that'll be for Lorathor episode two. Make a note. <laughs> yep, no worries. So, okay, as Jen was growing up, she developed magical talent, which people do, and eventually she was sent to Dalaran. And when there, she pestered and annoyed uh, Archmage Antonidas who was, I think he was the leader of the Kirin Tor at the time. And eventually he took her on as an apprentice. So essentially she learned under the greatest mage at the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's how she got in with that group. And then- that's when she met Thrall and they fell deeply in love. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. There was a bit of romance to do with those two, but... Yeah, it was a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the human-orc relation thing, which is not without precedent, though. Um, I forget her name, but there was another one that was really good friends with Thrall. But Thrall the pimp. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. Um, all right. Now, at one point, Jaina was actually romantically involved with Arthas, the Lich King. Ah, yes. Before yeah. he was the Lich King. Yeah. Um, Not they were in- he was the Lich King. <laughs> they were actually engaged. Oh. They were engaged for a while, yeah. And uh. would you believe it was broken off by Arthas so that she could study in Dalaran and he could commit himself to Lodoran. Being an ass? <laughs> well, Protecting that came later on. from stuff. Another uh-huh. piece, piece of interesting thing, she chose Arthas over Kael'thas because oh. Kael'thas, Sunstrider, had feelings for her as well. Oh. Yeah. So that's the backstory of her. It's because she's pretty. She's pretty. <laughs> that was well creepy. <laughs> um, He's been practicing that. <laughs> All right. And so that's, there's a little bit more into that, but that doesn't matter. Her main story begins in Warcraft 3. So the Burning Legion is paving the way for it to return for the third war. Um, mm-hmm. She's working with Archimage, Antonidas, and for a period of time, uh, Arthas. And then Arthas, you know, starts his slow descent into madness, trying to chase down Malganus with the whole scourge and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, that she meets up with Thrall and encounters Medivh, um, and she's instrumental in the defeat of the Burning Legion during the Third War. And yeah, so that that can all be seen then. Um, and yeah, as I was saying, now a bit further on, Garrosh, now War Chief of the Horde, gets cranky with the Alliance and decides to attack Theramore. And he did it conventionally, parked ships just out of reach of their borders, attacked with land forces, and this act, well, how to describe it? It encouraged the leaders of the Alliance to come together, so admirals, generals, everything came in for the full defence. In fact, it was noted, well, it was suggested that the Kirin Tor, the neutral owners of Dalaran, get involved, and after a bit of debate, they decided that they're actually helping the Horde indirectly if they don't come help. So they hoped that their plan was to sort of be there and say, well, you shouldn't attack this place, we're here. And we all know how Garrosh feels about that. So drew them all in, attacked, had their little war thing over the town, the city, but eventually the Horde was defeated. So... Everyone started to calm down, get a bit relaxed, and recoup their losses. Uh, that is when Garrosh sent in the uh, mana bomb. And this mana bomb was powered by the Focusing Iris, which was an ancient um, Titan relic, and amplifies all magic, like, insanely. And so drops this mana bomb, and to prevent it from causing extreme desert devastation, uh, the leader of the Kirin Tor, Ronan, drew in as much of its magical energy. You should see my hands just drawing in right now. <laughs> he drew in as much of the magical energy as he could within his own body What after pushing Jaina through a portal onto some random island with a bunch of survivors. And she basically witnessed through this portal him become, as they describe as a pure arcane manifestation before exploding right for her eyes in this brilliant bright light. So that sort of messed with her head a little bit. Uh, that's also what turned her hair white from blonde. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So exposure to that much magical energy just triggered a change in her like physiology. Can I can I ask sorry, I'm gonna backtrack yeah. a fraction. Go for it. What the frack was up with Garrosh doing that in the first place? Like, I know that he's all like, oh, I want to be in charge of everything and I'm so awesome and powerful. But, like, was it anything more than that or is it just him being an ass? Uh, as it's described in the story, his goal was the complete domination of Kalimdor. Mm. So anything Alliance in his eyes had to go. And obviously he just wanted to do anything he could to get that. What a poo. Oh yeah, he was a jerk. And but- also, I've got to say, then it's re- like, look, I was, I, I did the Theramore scenario and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little bit new to the game still, so I, you know, I kind of knew what happened, but I didn't understand the magnitude of what happened. And mm-hmm. and hearing you describe it, I mean, I haven't, because this is in a book as well, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Tides of War. Yeah, so I haven't read that yet. Um, but like, I'm really sad, right? That's really, that's awful. It's really freaking sick, then, that there is a toy in-game that is that mana bomb. I mean, what the fuck? Sorry, um, excuse me swearing. The mana bomb was given by Thalen Songweaver, who was the architect of the mana bomb. 
it's in the story War Crimes. His like he has a little side story in it, mm. and he talks about how he gave all the adventurers that helped him escape Theramore, which is us, like his token of appreciation, which was a miniaturized version of the Mani Bomb. So it's actually referenced in the book. But, wow. Okay. But it just it it's yeah, it's pretty messed up, isn't it? It will, so, yeah. Just to clarify, like, Jaina had no particular ties to Theramore. Uh, she was the lady of Theramore. She founded it. And, okay, so yeah. she created it. Yeah, I so thought she, there was yeah. more to it than that, like, I, just the Kieran Tor involvement. So she would have requested the Kieran you know, Tor to come and assist for her homeland, I guess, yeah, or whatever she inherited. That's pretty much what it was. Um, she, like, in terms of World of Warcraft was the boss of Theramore, mm. just okay. as, like, Varian's the boss of Stormwind, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, after she witnesses the death of Ronan through the portal, she goes back th- to Theramore, like, immediately afterwards to see if there are any survivors. Uh, yeah, the description is very grim. Mm. Um, walks in there and there's just multitudes of bodies everywhere. Uh, some of them are perfectly purple with, like, arcane energy. Other ones are like bright white or so. The occasional body floating in midair, bleeding upwards. Oh, wow. God. Yeah. That's creepy. A uh, part that really made her snap and become crazy, but just to say, uh, she found her apprentice, Kindy. Oh. Um, she was a, just a gnome that was studying under her, always positive, always happy. And yeah, she found her face down in a pool of blood went to, like, roll her over just to see her face. And because of what happened, she just turned to violet dust. Just, yeah, broke apart. Wow. And that's what made her snap, start screaming, and, yeah. You know what? Anyone that says that she's not justified in that can go jump. Like, seriously. Her anger is very (laughs) well-placed. It's sick. Like, it's not just awful. It's sick. Yeah. But oh. after that, she obviously went around everywhere, like, to get as much help as she could. Uh, she went to Varian to see if he would storm Orgrimmar, uh, just wipe it out. He wouldn't do it. He wanted to try and prevent more bloodshed. She went to Dalaran. She actually requested that the Council of Six uproot Dalaran and position it above Orgrimmar to rain mm. down destruction. So that would have been quite intense if that had that happened. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, that'd be like, so pretty. I'd be like, let me up there, man. I, <laughs> I hate that place. Come on. No, no flying and wow. Around like that, it, if they actually had it the way that it's sort of described, it would be a floating fortress, essentially, that can wipe out the entirety of Orgrimmar. So a Death Star? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, when she couldn't get any support from any of them, she... Took the focusing iris, which she had recovered from the mana bomb, and learned how to use it through an old term tome that had been sealed by um, Antonitis. It went to oh, I forget what island it is. It's, it's an island towards the south of um, Duritar, uh, and she discovered that the ties between magical energy and elemental energy it's it's very close. So using the focusing iris to focus her energy, she created what's described as a tidal wave of water elementals. Mm. Wow. And 
pretty much tried to push it to Orgrimmar. And she got confronted by Thrall, who obviously heard the elements calling out to him. And he fought for control over it, but he was no match for her at the time. Mm. It took Kalik, the, as- the, ca- the then aspect of magic, to persuade her not to release the wave. And they managed to convince her that if she did that, she'd be the same as Garrosh. And that's what sort of snapped her back to reality and mm. come to terms with what had happened. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. So, yeah, it... Okay. There actually is an alternate reality timeline where she did let loose the wave and that triggered her just to stay in her madness and mm. also triggered a similar madness in Kalik, which had um, affected, what's his name, Malagos. So, yeah, he nearly lost his mind with her. Wow. But not in the yeah. real one. No, but in this real time, she yeah. he managed to convince her otherwise. But, yeah. I forgot to mention as well, at this point, Kalik and uh, Jaina are dating. So she likes uh, the big old dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Again, super creepy, man. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. so then at the end of Mop, because she's not in Mists all that much, is she? Like, uh, She is, yeah. Is if you, if you were on remember. the Alliance side, you would have seen her. I was. Yeah? I was, and were I don't remember. For, uh, what about with the whole domination point? Thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, like, yep. I forgot yep. all that. So that Operation Shield Wall, I think it is for yeah. Alliance. Okay. Uh, she was heavily involved in that one. There was yeah. those, like, weekly quests or whatever that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So where we deal with Vol'jin and, Th- and Thrall and everything, like, and not Thrall, um, Garrosh and everything, there's a lot of dealing with, like, Jaina and um, whatnot. Uh, there was a point where the Horde had to go in and steal the Divine Bell out of... um. Mm. Dynasus, and that had been warded by the um, Silver Covenant and the Kirin Tor. So she saw us stealing that bell from out from under them as almost an act of war, yeah. and that's when she decided to do the purge of Dalaran and kicked all the Sun Reavers out and killed the ones that wouldn't go. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. Right, yep. I remember. See, it's such a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. She's actually yeah, very involved with a lot of it. And yeah. ever since the whole Sun Reaver's betrayal, she has essentially not trusted the Horde. Mm. It, it wasn't until the end of um, the War Crimes novel that she sort of had any little trust. But even in um, Warlords here, for the, I think the second stage of the ring, she comes along and she does not like the Horde being there at all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She gives uh, Cadgar a bit of a talking to. Yeah. She, <laughs> Cadgar's like, never he, done what they tell him to do. Watching you. I'm watching you, Cadgar, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't care. Stop <laughs> fucking <laughs> with magic. And, yeah. And watching. for the most part, that's that's where we're up to now. I haven't looked too much into Legion because I refuse to. I'd yeah. rather do it myself. But yeah, we do know we'll that Dalaran... for people to discover as they play the game when it comes out. Yeah, we do know that Dalaran moves down to where we're going to be, so... She obviously has her hand in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, that's interesting because if we just look at what's been released for Legion so far, which is generally the cinematic, um, it seems like it's Alliance and Horde cooperation with Sylvanas and, and Rin, you know, doing battle cinematic, against the Legion. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, I would like to know how 
what Jaina's reaction to that is and mm. the fact that Dalaran and the Kirin Tor are moving in to assist, I guess she would... Well, I think everyone, even obviously Sylvanas, is smart enough to know that we're not just... We yeah. can't deal with a war when we're also dealing with the Legion. The mm. Legion is an enemy of Azeroth and yeah, we, we can't do it. Well, let's like have a bit of perspective, guys. Do you want to keep bickering? Or yes. do you want to get, you know, smashed over the head by these other guys over here? Yeah. So I don't think we're going to be, obviously we're not going to be, like, getting along with them specifically. But I really wanted to have a picnic with a gnome. <laughs> you know no? what? Jaina should have killed Garrosh instead of Thrall. What? In Warlords. Thrall? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 I thought you Okay, <laughs> I thought you were saying Jaina should have killed Garrosh instead of Thrall. As in, she oh, killed she... Thrall. <laughs> yeah, no. Damn language. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Garrosh should have been killed. I won't killed speak in ambiguities anymore. <laughs> Garrosh should have been killed by Jaina rather than by Thrall. <laughs> yes. I do have That's to wonder, problem. like, because the, what we do know of Jaina in Legion is what they said in the panel is that she's um, not necessarily there at the start, like that she's quite pissed and, and isn't around. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, that's, that's basically all we know. Um, I honestly can't think of any spoilers about mm-hmm. her anyway. Um, and was there a reason why she wasn't involved with the siege of Ogrimmar and actually confront like, is she in the room at the end when you kill Garrosh? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... one encourages Varian to dismantle yeah. the Horde. Ah, nice. And that's that's one of the main reasons why um, I've been curious about her because, you know, not knowing a lot about her, I'm like, she seems really hell-bent on just saying, screw you, dude, die. I'm going to kill you right here, right now. Mm. Um, and it's like, oh, God, where does all that anger come from? And I totally <laughs> understand it. I'm like, you yeah, know what? I like get it. Bought- she feels and she has been betrayed quite significantly. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, uh, talking to Clara about this the other week, actually, um, uh, having Jaina as a topic of discussion, um, one of my frustrations is kind of this attitude of, oh, Jaina's just a crazy bitch, you know, bitches be cray-cray. It's like, mm, okay, I want to know why she's angry. And... I don't think that it's fair to say that she's just a crazy bitch. Like, she's well justified in in her anger. I mean, that's a lot to go through. And then to watch the people around you not really seem to do all that much in terms of, um, I mean, not revenge or vengeance or anything, but even some sort of balance or anything. Yeah, It's just like, you know, somebody killed all of these people, uh, we'll just give him a little pat on the, you know, <laughs> don't do that yeah. again. Um, so I think I think she has every right to be cross. And I, I suppose then if the Horde and the Alliance are working together against the Legion, maybe she's just too angry to right now see the benefit of that. If yeah. she's that cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little thing to add in as well. Do you guys know who the biggest instigator of violence is in the World of Warcraft lore? No. Who? We are. <laughs> what, the random heroes? Yep. <laughs> if you read the books, the Alliance and the Horde often get along really well. It's <laughs> when we're involved that we start screwing things up in terms of, like, 
getting along. <laughs> See, PvP should That's be banned. That's a perfect world without the players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the truth, That's actually. awesome. Yeah. So, That's yeah. so awesome. So, any other questions about Jaina and... Like, no, I'm like... I'm. good for now. Yeah, I think it's Sated? good. Yes. Yeah, look, I think it's it's good to have that background and, and I feel better. And now I'm even more cross at people who are like, she's just crazy. I'm like, no, you tell me mm-hmm. if this happened to you that you would just be totally calm and forgiving. You yeah. would not, sir. You would not. Nope. Totally right. did her gestures then too, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay, we're going to be talking about a little bit about the Worgans and where they came from, and it's actually very topical because the origin of the Worgans is tied in with one of the Druid uh, artifacts. Oh, okay. Yep. So I believe it's the Feral – wait, I don't know if it's Feral or Boomkin uh, getting the Scythe of a Loon. I think that's Boomy. Boomy? All right, well – the Scythe of a Loon was actually the trigger for the Worgen curse. Um, the Scythe of a Loon is a staff of a loon, and it's been created with the Fang of Godrin, the Night Elf um, thing. <laughs> night Elf thing. <laughs> uh, he's one of their demigods. I think okay. I believe he's the wolf, which okay. so all wolf demigod. starts coming together. <laughs> and, yeah, so... The Worgans wanting to tap into Godrin's power. They used the staff of, uh, yeah, the Scythe of a Loon to try and control the rage that came with um, taking that form. Okay. And, yeah. So, th- this one's I'm not 100% familiar with because I haven't done the Worgan starting area. But I just, I just know what I've learned in my travels. Bless <laughs> you. Yeah, so. Yeah, see, it's, I've done the starting area, but see, I don't read quests, no, so, so. <laughs> I have no idea what I was going on. <laughs> I was just, hey, well, this is a cool area. I'm going to kill some stuff. Well, the original Worgans were Night Elf Druids. Uh, they embraced Godrun as basically their personal demigod during the War of the Seder. And once, like, they they were sealed within the Emerald Dream to sort of keep themselves controlled because when they would turn... Yeah, they'd get uncontrollable rage, and that's how, and they'd bite people spreading the curse of the Worgen. So, yeah, and eventually, obviously, got into Gulneus, and being a walled off city the way it is, well, curses and whatnot don't do well in walled off places. <laughs> no, they kind of just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they figured but- out a cure for the Worgen. Well, yeah, in that they don't get like. The Worgen, as we know them now, are not out of control. They can control no. their anger and don't run uh, around yeah. just biting people for shits and giggles. They're not feral. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, and yeah, so it all started essentially with the Scythe of a Loon, which, yeah, the artifact for Boomkins, which... Yeah, I was just thinking about that. That's a bit weird. Like, well, It well, makes sense. It's a legendary, it's like, yo, essentially a legendary weapon from history. Yeah, and isn't a loon like the lunar, yep. like the staff of a loon, but it's got a fang of a worgen, like or a, a worgen aspect? Yeah. yeah. Well, That's, it's not unheard yeah. of since um, Cenarius is the child of a loon and a demigod. Hmm. Cool. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah, so she gets around apparently, I guess. <laughs> so 
with the Worgen um, curse, it was with Greymane. Is that right? Uh, he was the leader of Gilneas. Hmm. And he... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. What did he do? There, I was just going to say, um, there is a recent episode of Law Watch, which is Blizzard Watch's um, law podcast, oh, yeah. which is amazeballs. Like, they just talk law all the time. Claw, you would just lose your mind if you <laughs> haven't listened to it already. Um, they did a recent one about the whole Wargan history and the story and whatnot, um, oh, cool. which was really, really interesting. Um and I'm really bad at remembering stuff. I just know that there was somebody who let the Worgen into Gilneas, thinking yeah. that he could control them and whatnot, and obviously that failed. Um, mm-hmm. And then they sorted out their cure and, you know, GG, everything's good again. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting um, episode to listen to if you're wanting the, like, the really in-depth details about it because they go into the, all the politics of it, of what was happening in Gilneas, and yeah. I'm just like, holy moly. Like, then, yeah, it's it's really interesting about um, that stuff. Because they tried to keep it hidden and all that kind of stuff as mm. well, like you know, who was actually a worgen and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. So, yeah. See, as Horde players, I don't think we were exposed to it as much in the actual game as, as others would be. No, so. like we, we encounter the Worgen in the Forsaken starting area because yeah. the Forsaken and the Worgen are directly opposing each other just due to proximity. Yeah, and they both hate each other and go to desperate lengths to take on each other. So the Worgen, the, the, yeah, the Ghanaian people submit to the curse of the Worgen. And the Forsaken use a version of the plague. Yeah, I was going to say, don't they use a special plague version that they learned during Wrath? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they use that again. Oh god, they're crazy. People Forsaken. are so mean to each other. Forsaken are just horrible. <laughs> oh, I haven't, I haven't. I like them. I, I have a lot of sympathy for Sylvanas. She literally oh, yeah. had Sylvanas her spirit awesome. from her body in the most painful way possible. Um, she's. She killed herself once because she couldn't deal with, um, like, everything she'd been made to do. I'm pretty sure that's the reason why she did it. Mm. So she tossed herself off the top of, um, like, Ice Crown Spire. Mm. Yeah. But she was resurrected by a Valkyrie, and then she was killed again by, I think it was, um, I don't know if it was Darius Crowley or one of those guys, the people from Shadowfang Keep. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, she so, by them. Weren't yep. they Worgen as well? Yep. Crowley? Yeah. Yes. That name sounds familiar. One, he could have been one of the ones that infected Gilneas. Mm. Seems like the sort of thing you'd do. He was a jerk. Because it's the whole story in and around Shadowfang Keep, right? Yeah. Mm. My only real experience with Shadowfang Keep was the Cataclysm version of the dungeon, though, so. Yeah. So Z asked us last, well, asked you, haha, <laughs> why is it that uh, Worgen can be druids but humans can't, even though Worgen are cursed humans? Well, uh, it, it's due to the curse being originally from druids, I suppose. That's what makes the most sense out of it. And, oh, okay. And being a Worgen sort of gives you an animalistic side, mm-hmm. and yeah. druidism is about embracing, like, the animalistic side of things, so... That would explain why. Oh, I suppose it does seem reasonable. That is the logic. Yep. 
And the it's humans, <laughs> typical humans, have no <laughs> sense of nature at all. Yeah, they prefer magic. Yeah. So yeah, that that'd probably be the reason why. And not to mention gameplay. <laughs> well, yeah. Aside from that, <laughs> yeah, gameplay trumps story. It's just that's just life. That is. Yeah, that's but, understandable. Yeah. Did you have any questions that I can try and answer? No. Just yeah, the dragon okay. one. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, probably last thing then, the dragon aspects. They're oh, so yeah. pretty. Last this, but definitely not least. Yeah, this <laughs> this one, I could talk about this forever and ever. <laughs> um, again, if you're still listening and don't want to hear spoilers, there's going to be some pretty serious spoilers here, uh, especially for some of the books, Dawn of the Aspects, for one. Um mm-hmm. So, starting from the beginning, not people, not many people know this, but the dragon aspects were originally proto drakes. Uh, yeah, proto drakes. Proto drakes. So, yep. Okay. So, Just random ass drakes. Yep. Uh, in the beginning, they were some of the first proto drakes to start to think properly. So, whether it was magic or potentially even old gods having an influence. Mm. Um, they begin to actually speak properly, um, have rational thought, and no longer be just animals looking for their next feed. Uh, during the story of the Dawn of the Aspects, which has like it's, it's essentially a flashback. Yeah. Um, uh, Malagos's visions of the past are seen by Kalik. Uh, long story short, Tyr the Watcher is involved, <laughs> and yeah, uh, the whole story is just about understanding where the dra- proto-dragons come from because at the time, this was pr- after the Cataclysm and after the fall of Deathwing. So the Aspects had given all their power to defeat um, Deathwing. Yeah. So they were no longer technically Aspects, even though everyone still calls them that just because of that's who they are. Yeah. And since they had no powers over their domains to the extent that they did they were prepared to essentially give up on their jobs, on their tasks, because they felt that without their powers, they couldn't do what they were supposed to do. And Caligos finds an artifact belonging to Tyr, who was one of the original Watchers of Azeroth. And the artifact was designed to, in the event the Aspects lose faith in themselves, it would show them that they used to be just proto-dragons. They were regular sort of proto-dragons like anyone else. They had no special powers beyond their own breath attacks, and they were able to defeat the father of dragons, Galakrond. And Galakrond was, is that giant skeleton in Dragonblight, the one that's trying to be resurrected by the Scourge forces. Ah, huh. uh, okay. Yep. So, I wonder what that giant skeleton was. Yeah, that was a dragon, like one of the first, sort of first dragons. Um, during the story, he becomes corrupted by a disease and the disease is sort of triggered by and forces him to eat other proto-dragons and the cannibalism causes weird mutations and he starts getting arms and eyes all over his body and gets all misshapen. Wow. Well, the best part is when he regurgitates them back up. Oh, dude. (laughs) And then they come back to life as undead. Oh, gross. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So that that's how they sort of started. 
and they banded together all five of them to defeat Galakrond, which was actually an amazing feat. Although they did have Tyr helping them as well. And so they managed to defeat him, kill him. And after that, Tyr sent out a message to the Titans and they empowered the five Predator Dragons with the powers of their flights. So Nils Dormu was given power of time, Naltharian the power of earth, Malagos the power of magic, Alexstrasza the power of life, and uh, Ysera the power of nature. Um, all those came from the different uh, qualities they showed. So Malagos was actually really, he, he was one of the most intelligent of them to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so giving him the power of magic sort of made sense. Naltharian, who became Deathwing, the aspect of Earth, was just strong, unmoving. He was the biggest of them all. So yeah. he became the Earth itself. Um, Alexstrasza cared a lot about the life of those around her. And Ysera was more concerned about others and things like that. Like She was one of the most selfless of them all, even though she was the s- smallest. And so she was given domain over like the Emerald Dream and stuff. So just to keep it safe, to protect it. With Nils Dormu being more the calculated one, the one who is always thinking four or five steps ahead. So obviously time makes sense for him. Hmm. So yeah, so it's extremely interesting. And So the- now that they don't have their powers anymore, mm-hmm. have... um. Sorry, I shouldn't have assumed. Did the powers make them immortal? Yes. And are they now not? I believe so. I believe they're now technically mortal. Oh. Uh, Exactly how long they'll age for is hard to say. Yeah. Um, In fact, I I could be wrong about that as well. They might not age. So as far as I know, they refer to themselves as mortal now. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yes. And one other interesting thing as well in the story about um, Neltharion, Death- Deathwing, yep. is when he was empowered with the power of Earth, part of what made him crazy was his deep connection with the old gods because they were buried within Azeroth. Mm. But it was also he felt the entirety of Azeroth around him. He felt every little shift. So to him, he was being crushed mm-hmm. by the weight of Azeroth, literally. So that was part of the reason why he went insane, because he viewed his charge of the Earth as a curse. Mm. And so he made it his mission to destroy it. Hmm. Yeah. So Couldn't he have just said, hey, dude, can I, you know, return the gift? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that is the last communication with the Titans that anyone on Azeroth had. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. With the exception of Sargeras. Communicating so with, um, what happened with Tyr then? Uh, after that, he, he was injured during the fight. He lost his hand. And I believe the Titans bestowed upon him a secondary hand, a new one. It was a silver hand, which is where the um, Order of the Silver Hand, the Paladin Order, gets their name from. Okay. Yeah. And he's he's actually involved in a lot of stuff that that's another topic for another episode i believe <laughs> yeah. um he is believed and i think in legion it's going to be proven that he is at tirisfall well underneath tirisfall is buried there because, i've heard lots of rumors about what's there yeah then tirisfall is a bastardization of tears fall 
which is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I believe he's got something to do with the Paladin, one of the Paladin um, uh, artifacts mm-hmm. and a priest artifact, I believe. So, because mm. he was very attuned to the light, which is obviously why Paladins and priests would <laughs> revere mm. him. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, throughout all of history, the dragon aspects had their influence somewhere. They were involved in the War of the Ancients. They, that was when Deathwing chose to betray them, created the uh, the dragon soul or the demon soul, as they called it then, as a way to shut down the portal connecting the Well of Eternity to the Burning Legion. Hmm. But nah, Neltharian at the time had already begun uh, becoming corrupted by the old gods and had the dragon aspects imbue a part of their power into it, but he didn't imbue any of his. So he had now more power than the others Hmm. and could use this uh, demon soul to control the aspects. So that's rude. Yeah. And if anyone, the the only thing that I I believe it's what happened, he couldn't actually touch it properly because it was the artifact itself that tore his body apart that made him the way Deathwing is when we saw him, like, molten and ripped apart and yeah. held together by elemental plates. That was because the demon soul ripped his own body apart. Hmm. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't have been such a meanie. Yeah. And, yes, like I said, it made all the other dragons sort of submit to it. Mm. Um, it's, it gets a bit iffy at some points a bit so okay this is not for sort of like the week of hearing but oh god uh <laughs> the second war around the time of the second war uh one of the orcs of the Dragonmoor clan got his hands on the artifact and used it to force alexstrasza to have babies for them to use as mounts yes i knew that yeah and oh, killed okay. off all but one of her consorts. And then when Alexstrasza sort of refused to have any more eggs, uh, Necros grabbed one right in front of her, broke it, and splattered her face with her unborn child. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. So. <sighs> wow. And that's actually. With, with dragons be crazy. No. That, that's a very major plot point of war crimes as well because with Garrosh being charged with not only his axe, but the axe of those he's allied with, uh, Dragonmore being one of them, that was a vision that was shown during the trial. And it's amazing, though, because at the end, uh, who was it? Bane, who was defending Garrosh, asked if one of the orcs who had tortured her would come up to her and apologise, what would she do? Mm. And she would... she said it in a way like an adult talked to a child, said, I would forgive them, of course. Mm. So she's capable of unimaginable love for anything living, regardless of what it's done to her or, yeah. I want to give her a cuddle. Yeah. The only time she's ever wished death. A cuddle when she's not a dragon. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. There's that creepy again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Gonna say, with the only time she's been not capable of love, yeah. The only time she's wished death was when uh, Nathari and Deathwing and Malagos were intending to cause 
total destruction on others. Mm. So that's why she fought against them. So during Wrath, we fight Malagos, correct? Yes. Um, and that's because he is doing what now? Well, he was becoming... He, he had put himself away and hidden himself, I believe it was in the Eye of Eternity, yep. to after his essence had been siphoned into the dragon soul. So he just became reclusive and eventually succumbed to like a madness. And I believe it was the madness that made him sort of become reclusive. He came back out and was fighting it, but then he discovered the Dalar, the, the Kirin Tor and the humans and everyone was abusing magic. And he was fearful that this abuse would then lead to another incident similar to the Well of Eternity and the War of the Ancients. Mm-hmm. So what he was trying to do was rid the world of the magic and try and keep it out of the hands of um, the all the magi and everything. Okay. But doing that, like, that's just something that just you can't do. <laughs> Azeroth needs its magic. And so we take down Malagos in the Eye of Eternity. Um, and then his relative? Yeah, his son eventually tries to take over as the new aspect. Okay. Uh, this was in Cataclysm. This is the legendary staff quest line. I know this one. I did yep. this. <laughs> so it, that was his son who was trying to take over like after him. Yeah. But he was in consult with Deathwing at the time, so... Malagos finds out, or you find out, you tell um, Calix, sorry, and that's you then working to working with Calix to try and save not only the spirit of Terracosa, but prevent this guy from becoming the aspect and destroying the world. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I got to say that um, legendary quest line, even though grindy as. Um, Really, really interesting, like just story wise and whatnot, and and what you get to see and what you get to do. Like was, I mean, I did it recently. I didn't do it while it was current, but it's mm. it's. I remember that better than the two that I've done while they were current. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. only because I feel like the the story associated with it was just so much rich, so much more rich and yeah, interesting. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. relevant. Well, yeah, yeah, Maybe and it's and adding it was to done the story. Over a shorter period of time, was it? Like, well, we're talking about the ring is an entire expansion worth, whereas well, so this one is an eight tier worth. Okay, and the cloak as well. Yeah, an entire expansions. Yeah, yeah, you could you could be right about that. Um, it just felt like you're working towards something more and real. In current content, the staff was only acquired by you know a handful of people relative mm. to how many people actually have the legendary ring and yeah. legendary cloak. It's Can hear your air quotes. Very, yeah. <laughs> I was doing them too. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, I I really do not like the current legendary system thing that mm. they've got going. It's really – I would prefer just to have a regular ring, mm. to be honest. Mm. Doesn't well, I think I think the difference has been. I mean, I'm I'm only part way through the Lich King legendary, um, but even still, then, even though you're trying to create something that's strong and powerful and for an end purpose of 
helping with destruction. Um, yeah. It feels like it's a worthy cause. Um, yeah. It feels like there's story behind that. With the ring and the cloak um, for warlords and, and mists, maybe you're right. Maybe it is because you do it from the start and maybe it is because everybody gets it. But it just kind of feels like you've been tasked to make some strong thing just because. Mm, just because yeah. you need something strong. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'd rather there were a reason behind that. I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's been the problem for me with the legendaries. Maybe that's what's missing. I think a sense so. sense of purpose. Like with the staff, you're doing it to save Taragos' essence. Mm. So you've got that sort of end game in mind that that's what you're going to do. Yeah. And at least with um, Shadow Morn, you're doing it to combat Frostmourne. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, so there's a, a specific purpose for these particular legendaries in the storyline and in the lore. Um, mm. But with the rings, it's like you are stealing Deathwing's magic from... You, you, you're like, can I borrow this magic from you because <laughs> I just need mm. to be stronger? You know, I know that you're pretty awesome and strong, so if you give me some of your magic, I'll put it on this cloak. And then it'll make me really strong, and that makes it so much sense. And the same with the ring. This is like, oh, there's ogres, and ogres are bad, and they shouldn't have magic, so we should just take their magic and yeah. use it. You know, it's just okay. Yeah, cool. well, I think I think in Mists it's like, oh, look, Deathwing's snotty little son has come along and is telling us to do this thing. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to go listen to this tiny little dragon. I mean, don't get me wrong, I actually really love Rathian, but... You know, it just, it, it's kind of like, this guy tells me to go do this thing, so I go do it. And it's the same with the cloak. This guy's telling me to do this thing, so off I go and I do it. And, um, and it's going to make me strong and powerful and yay. Anyway, sorry, that totally deviated from the dragon aspects of it. But <laughs> it's just happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the Maligos sort of side of things. I, uh, Sarah. We'll probably know, but we'll learn more about her and the Emerald Dream and everything coming in Legion because that's her domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't like the only time we really talk with her is during the Hydra quest line, which doesn't—it's not a whole lot to be honest. Mm. So I'm expecting a lot more to happen in this one. Well, with the Emerald Dream, right? Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, we'll learn a lot more about her. And it, it's funny; she used to be the most like she was the. Uh, what, the runt of the litter. Uh, she is ac- she is blood related to Alistraza. Oh. So they are legitimate okay. sisters. They're sisters. Yep. Or they're clutch sisters or whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Clutch sisters. Uh, she was always a little bit smaller, but you wouldn't know it. <laughs> she was a, she was a big talker. So <laughs> she never let her size get in the way. But yeah. Uh, what's this other thing here I was reading? Where was I? I was lost. Um was Dormu. <laughs> We've obviously seen where he ends up. <laughs> yeah, Nozdumu, um, end time, right? Yeah, so we encounter his negative counterpart, Murazond, basically who he's intended to become because, again, it's some madness caused by the gifts given to him by the Titans. So Nozdumu being able to see to all of time, unfortunately got to witness his own death. Yeah. So that... I can it's understand kind of that sort of making you a bit loopy. Yeah. And loopy time. Huh. <laughs> and he knew, well, <laughs> and oh, my God. Knowing that when he's <laughs> going to die. Knowing when he's going to die and how. Mm. And 
because of his charge of maintaining the timelines, he can't change it. So yeah, that's that sucks. So eventually, he turns negative and becomes leader of the uh, Infinite Dragonflight. Yep, I'm uh, fascinated by the Infinite Dragonflight. Yeah, me too. They they're very anti-hero when it comes mm. to timelines. They mm. want to change things for the better. They want to yeah. In, um, which one was it? The Culling of Stratholm. That instance, they're trying to stop Arthas from becoming the Lich King. Mm. Yep. Mm. But because the charge of the Dragonflight is to stop any messing with the timelines, they mm. have to do it. Yeah. Which is which actually is interesting because in the the whole end time uh, well of eternity instances, we technically go back, we take the um, demon soul and bring it back with us. But then after we defeat Deathwing, it's actually sent back in its own place. We don't hmm. see that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was wondering what happened to it, but okay. Yeah, yeah. the reason we had so to go back for it's it is back in its original lost. time and therefore it can be found again. Yeah, they, we, ha- we had to go back and get it because the one that was from our time, I believe it was destroyed or something like that. So okay. we had to go back to a time where we knew it existed. And that was the War of the Ancients and the Well of Eternity. So mm-hmm. we went back, we grabbed it. And then, yeah, after everything happens, those Doomy sends agents back to put it back where it belongs and smooth out the timelines. Oh, there you go. But then technically the dragon soul that went back in time is the one that's imbued with the powers of the aspects, oh, it all, correct? Okay. It was always imbued with the powers of the aspects. Okay. Um, to defeat Deathwing, they had to pour the rest of their power into it. Ah, okay. Yeah, and it that, could that only be... Sense. Wielded. And then it was expended on using it to destroy. Uh, I don't believe Death it was Wing. expended. Oh, so they sent but back a stupidly strong dragon soul. Is that is that what we're going with? Let's say because that would be easy. really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah. Well, in theory, that could have just been how it went anyway. That is true. And that's why the timeline is the way it is. It was so. destroyed mm. somehow by somebody yeah. in a different story that we haven't heard of yet. Oh, the wibbly wobbly timey wimey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I believe that's all of our aspects, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I hmm. like dragons. Yeah, like I, I, I'm looking forward to dragons in Legion. Yeah, I really am. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really neat models out up on MMO at the moment. Don't go if you don't want any spoilers on anything. <laughs> but um, yep. there's a couple of models up there that you're just like, oh, my God. Actually, mm-hmm. definitely, if you really don't want any spoilers, don't go anywhere near them even to look at the models because they do so show some um, dungeon and raid bosses and they're spoilers. Um, really? Which, yeah, uh, quite honestly, there's some there's some spoilers in who the bosses are. Uh, So if you don't want to be spoiled, just don't even bother looking at the models. It's a bit disappointing. Um, And it's, you know, difficult for the data miners because it's like, well, where do you draw the line? And you're going to find out, you know, not too long after it comes out at least. But, um, yeah, you see some, like I saw some stuff and I just went, oh, how the hell does that happen? Is this the latest? Uh, This has been from when um, the alpha first came out and when they first started being able to data mine the raids. There's lots of stuff. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone be aware. Uh, spoilers, there's demons in Legion. <gasps> Dude, we're supposed to be spoiler-free. Oh, I will dragons. say that as much time as I can. I said it like first or second show, so <laughs> I'll always make sure everyone knows that there's demons in Legion. 
<laughs> and you can hunt them with a very specific class <laughs> mm. that's coming with Legion. Yes, this is true. I like story time with Lorithor. <laughs> <laughs> well, come up with some more things to talk about and we'll think we'll talk about more stuff in the future. Yeah, oh. for sure. Any listeners as well, if you've got any random lore questions that you would like Lorithor to look <laughs> I'm totally calling you that from now on. Um, send them through. You should change your name to Lorithor. Yeah, you Twitter. really should. <laughs> you really should. It's a good name. But, yeah, anyone listening, if you've got any questions, send them through and um, we can either answer them as they come in or do another episode of um, a bunch of lore-related questions because it's cool. Yeah, it is cool. And I, I like learning things I don't already know. So if, if, if I've said something that's wrong, let me know. Because you know, randomly off topic, well, kind of on topic, but off topic, I didn't even know who Gorefiend was really? until I played the Alliance side. Right. Like, uh, it, it just, it, that whole section of the story mm-hmm. was just missing. Like, and someone else. We just didn't encounter them. Who was, there was somebody else. There was another, another person that got um, converted, for lack of a better word. Nozul. Uh, oh, Sokrata. Oh, Sokrathar. Yes, yeah, yeah Sokrathar and Gorfiend, who yeah. are two very Alliance-centric mm-hmm. evil characters that the mm. Horde don't even encounter. Mm. And so when we go and do Hellfire Zeta, it's like, who are these bosses and why are we fighting them? Yeah. It's really weird. I didn't like that kind of disconnect. When was like, the last was... time you did Black Temple? <laughs> I didn't do Black Temple in current content, and I've only ever been in there just to kill the end boss, like kill <laughs> Illidan. I know who Illidan is. Yeah, that's go it. go in there again and look at all the boss names. And I know who Akama is. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You, you know that Gorefiend is in Black Temple as well. Yes, I I know that they're all there. <laughs> well, a lot of them. Yeah, but, but in terms of them becoming the bosses as we know them in, in Hellfire. Yeah, because they're different. Yeah. Because it's a different yeah. timeline. Yeah. So it yeah. shouldn't, yeah, I think that encountering them on with both sides. Uh, was there was anyone just... on the Horde side that did that as well, though? That we that we are taking for granted because we leveled as Horde. Um, not necessarily because it's Horde, but Shadow Lord Iska is yeah. in Skyreach. Yeah, I read a, that. By like, the way, that's a really yeah. great. Um, there's a short story on the WoW site about him and his background and whatnot. It's really oh, cool. Okay, cool. a lot of the Arakawa stuff. Yeah, it um, was done as like a short story. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, story. It was really, really interesting. Well, there was a snippets of his story that were um, encountered during the hunt for Gul'dan in the Tanan yeah. um, Garrison um, quest line, which was interesting, which I liked. But, but poorly yeah, timed. Yeah, it was very, very late after I'd already yeah. gone and killed it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, you, we could have told you where he was, like, you know, a month ago because we yeah. smashed his face back then. Because <laughs> the quest didn't come out until, like, weeks, like, because yeah. it came out weekly, right? Like, yeah. Like, you had to finish the other one before the next one yeah. came out. So it was, like, three or four weeks before we even got mm. that quest, at mm. least for me. I don't know about anybody else. They could have got it earlier than that. But no, yeah, I feel like in, that, in the um, selfie patch they should have put some of that stuff in there then. Although they couldn't yeah, have because, sure. you know, it was, uh, it's internet and whatnot. But, yeah, I felt like there should have been a gap between those quests and then Hellfire, the raid. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what they usually do, right? They have the raid instance there, but they have the surrounding zone and stuff 
for you to actually complete quests, learn about what you're doing, mm. you know, talk to NPCs and about what you're going to encounter, you know, gather up all the information, get the story, and then it opens. You know, mm. it opens like two weeks later or whatever, and you know what you're going to go in there and do, and you know what the storyline's going to say, and you ignore what Lord Cho is talking about because he's just <laughs> blathering on about <laughs> random stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean. So, yeah, and look, I think it causes a problem as well for um, not saying this in a negative way at all, but people like yourself, Neuro, who when they get new content, they're like, I really want to do all of this content. And, you know, you're yeah. really keen to, to do all of this new stuff that's there. And if you give it all in one big hit, when you're done, you're done. It's like you're saying, you know, like getting the Valor stuff. You're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. cool, I'm going to go do all of this stuff. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, now I'm done with that. Um, you know, if they space it out a bit, you get a bit more longevity. And so if yeah. there had have been more time in there, there's – I don't know. It just because I mean I did exactly the same thing as well. I did all of those weekly quests. I did all the dailies, and I did the raid. Everything all at once, and now it just feels like Tanan is a complete waste of time. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it anymore. I liked it all right at the start, but I yeah. mostly because of the PvP. I'll be honest about that. Um, but it just <laughs> kind of feels like there's not as much of a purpose to it. Whereas I think if it had have been spaced out a little bit, maybe that could um, I wouldn't feel so icky about it. Maybe I could justify sticking around and killing these forces that are around causing all this trouble because there's a bit more context for it rather than, mm. oh, I'm still doing this? Okay. Yeah. And it was like, it was the weekly quest um, to do the five bonus objectives into none this week. Um, and it was so trivial. Like, because. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> me and the group, like, a, me and some guildies, like five of us, went. And because we're so extremely geared, we just pulled mm. each of the whole zones um, mm. and we literally did five of them in five minutes. Wow. It took us like, it took us 30 seconds to do the iron front. <laughs> um, Dude, where was my invite? Because yeah, my mage is so weak. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I don't mean to make people jealous about that kind of thing, but no, just no, no, but that, it's, the it's, fact yeah. that, you know, from, you know, starting, it's really difficult, but mm. to where we are, it's trivial. You know, it's just... I think, yeah. though, that quest isn't necessarily for you. No. It's more no. for, you know, the old. It's ults. definitely an old quest. Yeah. Um, but I totally I totally get your point about it. I mean, it is... it. Go do five bonus objective areas, great. That's... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm excited it's for that every old can complete, you know, when it's Yeah, that's true. Another another quest it can be more difficult to to, to get in and complete those quests. It's mm. definitely one that's easier to complete on in my eyes, but yeah. Mm. Well, that's it, I think. In this claw, was there anything else you want to add? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. All right. Well, that's, I guess that's the end of the episode. We could have kept going for another you know, hour or so, I'm sure. <laughs> and then um, we'll have the episode up in six months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're closing out the show. We'll give all our information. Do you want me to do that? Yeah. Talk about so the next show. The next show. The next show. Um, it's oh, it's Lita. So right? exciting. Yes. Pet battling with Lita, our special guest, um, for the next episode. Um, so, yeah, send in all your stuff for pet battling or your stories questions, ideas, how many pets you actually have and how what are all of their names are. Um, 
you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and to send us all that information, you know, you can get in contact with us on the website, uh, battletag.com, uh, email at battletagged at gmail.com. Uh, all the Twitters, we've got battled at battletagged. Um, I'm neuro at wow neuroscience. Clor is at Clorothor and Cinder is at Cinder underscore tweets. Yeah. And yeah, we're on iTunes now, so that's awesome. And awesome. that's it, I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well done, Claw. <laughs> I like yeah. story time. This is good. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Time. Bye. See ya. Bye.